only one hope remains. I've asked the French Secret Service to send me over their top man. He's the best in the world. He's on your side of the road! The chap who defeated the Blue Brigade. And single-handedly stopped the Hanoi hijack. None other than F-R-O-7. You know he's gonna set you free. Hello and welcome to the Bad Princess Movie Podcast. This is the podcast that seeks to catalog all of the terrible movies about princesses and princesses-to-be. Except for this month, where we are taking a look at a couple of movies starring princes. Not princesses, but princes. 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 Prince. Prince in the plural. Yes. Prince. Yes. Parentheses S close parentheses yes yes uh so at the beginning of the month we 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 like last episode we watched a film that we both dearly loved mm-hmm. and before that was rainbow bright which was my my the, my the one i picked for my birthday and before that was thumbelina which was a, a delightful little movie so i was saying um I was afraid because I'd had it too good for too long. Um, (laughs) And you reacted like this because you knew this was coming. Oh, yes. And I was right to be afraid. Yes, you were. This is... Oh, my God. This is the film that if anybody listened to our season two retrospective that we put out uh, a few months ago... This was the film that I was telling Brie that I was driving one day and I had the realization that I could justify oh. making her watch this for the podcast during the Prince Month. And and I became, like, the entire drive home, all I could think about was how excited I was to subject this <laughs> to Brie to this. I... So I... This film gave me a headache. It caused... <laughs> actual like <laughs> damage to my mind and my body you're a changed person i i, I will never be the same <laughs> oh god i'm was, broken now i was so excited to make oh. you watch this because this is a film that has been on my radar for years now and i guess i should mention it we are watching freddy as fro7 uh also known as freddy the frog but we'll get into that a little later but yes freddy as fro7 this is a film that i i came across on youtube and as soon as i saw it i knew i had to force my friends to watch it and the 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 trouble is with this one is that this is yet another film that has not received a proper Region 1 DVD release. And so I, the copy of the film that I have is just one that was ripped from YouTube. Uh, and so it just never really felt like a good time to like make my friends like watch, hey, let's watch this bad YouTube rip of a movie that, you know, that I have. Even though oh. it was utterly delightful, it just never really- They were really spared. F- they were spared. And oh. so this movie has just kind of languished away 
in in the background and and yes again i was out driving one day and one of the songs from this movie came up in my head and i just started as just you know, <laughs> i thought, like, thought you're gonna say it came on the radio and i was gonna oh, be like Whoa, <laughs> that'd be amazing no oh god no, it just, it, it came up in my head. I don't know why, but this uh, came up in my head and I started thinking along to it. And then that's when it struck me that, oh my God, this movie's main character is a prince. I could make oh Brie watch God. this. Holy shit. It is time. It is finally time oh, to no. subject somebody to to Freddy the Frog. Freddy as F-407. Oh my God. I... <laughs> this film is nonsense it is just it's a mad lib but not a funny one it's (laughs) it's just so so bad it's so good um and i know like i looked at so this movie is on youtube you can't just you can't just watch it i looked down at the comments and it's a lot of people sort of fondly reminiscing on it (laughs) And if this, if that is you, I I don't want to take away from, I don't want to insult uh, your beloved childhood film. I don't want to take that enjoyment away from you. Stop listening to 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 this episode. Uh, You're not. I don't have, have. I don't have a kind word to say. About oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh boy. <sighs> Oh my god. To give a bit of history for this one, as we like to do. Um, so this is a 1992 film written and directed by John Asevsky. This film was inspired by the bedtime stories Asevsky created for his son about his son's favorite frog toy. Oh. Uh, which feels like it kind of explains some of the weird choices in this film. I, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But uh, Freddy as FRO7, at least according to IMDb, is Asevsky's only writing and directing credit, um, likely due to this film being a gigantic box office bomb. Hmm. You don't say. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, the film at one point held the record of being the lowest grossing animated film at the U.S. box office. Um, Damn. Among other voice talents in the film, this one features the voices of Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley is here <laughs> as the Sir Chulin Freddy. Sir Ben Kingsley. <laughs> Sir Ben Kingsley and also Brian Blessed as his nemesis. Oh my god. Uh, I wonder if he I wonder what he thinks about this film. Ben oh. Kingsley. Does he even remember it? Yeah, maybe he just doesn't even recall. God. Oh, so good. I love this film. Oh man. Do we want do we want to get into the summary brief? <laughs> hey Christy, time yes. for you to like attempt within <laughs> the next several minutes to like explain the fucking plot of this thing. Oh. Good luck. T- take us away, I guess. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's get into it. Let's get into this this fucking wonderful batshit movie. Oh my god. So here we go with the plot summary for Freddy as F-407. When you're being chased by dragons And your back's against the wall 
The film begins and we are introduced to young Prince Frederick of France. Frederick's father is a great magician king, and Frederick has inherited his father's magical abilities. They are not the only magicians in the family, though, as Messina, the king's sister, is also magical. But unfortunately for Frederick and his father, Messina has chosen to use her powers for evil. One day, while the king was riding in the woods, Messina used her magic to startle his horse, throwing the king into a ravine, which led to his death. As Prince Frederick was too young to be king, it was decided that Messina would rule until Frederick came of age. Unfortunately, this was not enough for Messina, and wanting Frederick out of the way permanently, she uses her magic to transform the young prince into a frog. In spite of his new form, Frederick manages to escape his aunt, jumping out of a castle window into the sea below. Messina tried to follow in the form of a snake, but Frederick managed to evade her with the help of a passing Loch Ness monster. <laughs> Nessie chases Messina off, but not before Messina swears revenge on Frederick. You little ugly frog, one day I will catch up with you and destroy you like I did your father and your mother. And then I shall be all powerful. I shall rule the world. Nessie helps Frederick to shore and tells him to whistle if he ever needs her help again. And so Frederick the Prince began a new life as Freddy the Frog. Freddy lived among other frogs for some time, but eventually as Freddy grew older and taller, he decided it was time for him to go out into the world and fight evil. The now human-sized Freddy left the pond to rejoin the human world, where off-screen he became France's greatest secret agent. <laughs> the seemingly immortal oh Freddy God. now lives in modern-day France solving crime with his sentient car. <laughs> just, just to interrupt the plot summary, you didn't fucking miss anything. <laughs> That's just how the That's movie. That's just how it goes. That's just how the movie goes. Oh my god! He just becomes a secret agent off screen. He's just off screen. He's a human-sized frog man <laughs> with a just... with a sentient car, and he just becomes France's greatest secret agent off screen. Off screen. Don't it's, worry uh, about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, in London, national monuments have been mysteriously disappearing. Freddy is called to London to assist the British Secret Service in solving the disappearances. Freddy is introduced to two British secret agents that will be assisting him in this case, the beautiful martial arts expert Daphne, or Daffers, and weapon specialist Scotty. I'm afraid the only weapon I use is my thoughts. The powers of the mind will always overcome violence. Together, the trio begin investigating the monument thefts, running afoul of some henchmen in the process. The henchmen were sent by a man named El Supremo, but he is not alone. With him is Messina, in her snake form, and the two are working together to steal Britain's monuments for a yet-to-be-explained goal. Commander, I shall give you a signal tomorrow, and at that moment, you will be able to come ashore with our troops and conquer the entire British Isles. Thank you, El Supremo. We are ready, ready and waiting. <laughs> Freddy, Daffers, and Scotty hide out in Big Ben, having learned that it was El Supremo's next target via his henchmen. 
Freddy's plan is to stow away in Big Ben when it's stolen so that they can infiltrate El Supremo's hideout. Right on cue, El Supremo arrives in an airship, which grabs Big Ben from its foundation and begins flying off with it. It's also in the shape of a giant metal evil snake. Yeah, it's actually pretty badass. Oh my god. But it just lifts fucking Big Ben and just <laughs> flies away. Just flies away. <laughs> just, you know. As you do. As you do. God. The airship's destination <sighs> is an uninhabited island off of Scotland, and it touches down inside El Supremo's hideaway. Once Big Ben has landed, Freddy and the gang are quickly discovered and brought before El Supremo, who decides to demonstrate to the group what he plans on doing to the monuments. <laughs> Using the power of the snake and some kind of mechanical contraption, El Supremo shrinks Big Ben down to miniature size. El Supremo explains that the shrunken monuments, which represent British culture and history, give off energy, and that energy is being collected in a giant diamond. When all of the energy is collected into the diamond, the people of Britain will become dumb and docile, which will allow El Supremo to take over and enslave the country. And once Britain is taken over, El Supremo plans to take over the world. El Supremo activates his machine, and all of Britain begins to fall asleep. <laughs> El Supremo decides to keep Daffers hostage, but Freddy and Scotty are chained up, locked in a cage, and dropped into the ocean. Freddy, being an amphibian, is okay for the time being, but Scotty quickly begins to drown. Thankfully, Freddy has an ace up his sleeve, and managing to whistle underwater, calls for help. <laughs> Nessie arrives and brings Freddy and Scotty back up to the surface. After a quick song break with Nessie and her family, Freddy and Scotty break back into El Supremo's fortress where they manage to rescue Daffers. During a fight with El Supremo's thugs, Freddy smashes the crystal containing the energies of the stolen monuments, releasing that energy back into Britain. Britain's citizens begin waking up, alerting El Supremo to Freddy's presence in his fortress. El Supremo prepares to kill Freddy, but Freddy flashes back to the words of his father. Fear not the sword, my son. The true powers of the mind are greater than any weapon. Freddy! This inspires Freddy to finally use his magic powers against El Supremo and his thugs. Sensing defeat, El Supremo threatens to destroy the British monuments unless Freddy surrenders. While Freddy stalls, Daffer sneaks over to El Supremo's shrinking machine and activates it in reverse, just as El Supremo stands over top of Big Ben. As the tower grows, it snakes El Supremo on one of the claw cans. The tower is shrunk again, and this time El Supremo is shrunk along with it. The gang begins to celebrate, only to be interrupted by Messina. Messina and Freddy score off, with Messina transforming into various animals to try and kill Freddy. While in her snake form, Messina manages to capture Freddy in her coils and begins to strangle him. Freddy once again flashes back to the words of wisdom that his father told him, this time telling him that his strength will always be beyond his last breath. Now, also, just as a note, these are flashbacks not to earlier in the film, because you no. do see his father briefly. No, these are just flashbacks to to, to shit that happened before. To shit the that film. happened in his childhood that we never saw. Yeah, 
Very inspiring, though. Yeah. <laughs> and nonsensical, but okay. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> uh, these words of wisdom inspire Freddy to fight back, unfurling Messina's coils and giving her a thrashing while doing so. Messina admits defeat, and turning into a vulture swears that one day Freddy will pay for foiling her plans. She flies off, just as the British Secret Service arrives to provide backup. What kind of creature was that? No one of importance, Monsieur Brigadier. Just uh, some ugly old bird. <laughs> the next day, back in England, Freddy and the gang have unshrucked the British monuments and are celebrating a job well done at British Secret Service headquarters, which is interrupted by a phone call from the U.S. president requesting Freddy's assistance. The film closes out on Freddy eagerly anticipating his trip to America, a reference to a sequel which did not happen because this film is fucking awful. <laughs> I was gonna say it sounded like a sequel hook. It, it did, and it was. Oh no. <sighs> but that is, that is the end. The end. The end, yeah. Thank God. This this film it was there was supposed to be a sequel um that was called Freddy Goes to Washington and Oh my god. Apparently they felt pretty confident about how this the first film would be received because the sequel was already in production when the first movie was released in theaters. Oh um, boy. Yeah. Uh, according to one article I saw they already had the first 10 to 12 minutes of the sequel animated. <gasps> But uh, yeah, but the uh, the first film flopped so poorly. The oh. sequel sequel was canceled, and the studio actually filed for bankruptcy shortly afterwards. Oh, Oof. yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's no information about the plot of the sequel. There's just these this random speculation about what the plot would have been on a Wikipedia. Um, there are actually a few random pencil tests from a former animator that were uploaded to YouTube, but they don't really show anything about the uh, plot. Yeah. Um, it's like, I'm, I'm dunking on this film and I'm not going to stop dunking on this film, but it was made by human beings and they, who did their mm -hmm. best. So yes. it sucks that the, uh, the studio, that their work and, uh, yeah, everything did not get um, get to see the light of day. That that fucking sucks. I know yeah. that feel as an animator. Um, well, and like for the most part, the actual animation in the movie is like it's it's not bad. Like it's not Disney <sighs> level. You it's... yeah. I've seen I've seen worse. I guess. Oh yeah, I have seen worse. Um, somehow it is almost constantly over animated and never on model yeah, yeah so it's everything is moving all the time forever and it's a it is part of why it gave me a headache i think oh, it's no. just, just like the visual nonsense yeah like there's definitely some parts that are really really nice but also there it's just they can't none of these characters they're either completely stock still in the background or they are just never not moving. Mm -hmm. It's very hard <laughs> on my eyes. Yeah. And it, it did not help that, uh, I at least I assume it did not help that 
this was like a, a VHS rip of the movie. Yeah. So the quality is already not great. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. uh like, zero percent, again, not Duncan, uh, on, on people's hard work. Yeah. There's, there's always human beings that create these things, and I... <laughs> Nothing against y'all. No, but, no. But... I... I mean, this this is the thing with this movie for me is is that the story is just fucking baffling. It's somehow halfway through this movie, I have a note that's just how is this both absolutely batshit but also boring? <laughs> God. It's it's funny because I when I was doing the summary for this one, I I went into this thinking, oh my god, I'm gonna have the hardest time summarizing all this bullshit. But it is like pretty like straightforward. It's just the individual it, plot points are just so like like just just so out there and baffling. And there's all of this like weird fluff that they just put around it that doesn't matter. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And, but like, on, like, repeated gags that are just like, this isn't funny. It wasn't funny the first time. Now you're doing it again. <laughs> this man uh, is always... I, God bless the poor animators that had to do... There's the Brigadier General for the British Secret Service. Mm-hmm. And every time he's on the phone, because this is the 90s, it's not a cordless phone. There's a cord to the phone part and then there's the cord to the receiver and he is just constantly moving and always moving and constantly like tying himself up in the cords mm-hmm. and making a mess of these cords yeah. and that's a fucking like the whoever had to animate that I'm so sorry that fucking sucks ass <laughs> Because not it's not funny, and he keeps doing it. So someone had to do that joke over and over again. Yeah. Oh God. And that's that's like a lot to animate. It's too. so much to animate. God, God. my heart goes out. Woof. <laughs> but it's just there's so much, just absolutely baffling nonsense bullshit yeah, yeah. <laughs> in just like every part of this film yeah let's i mean let's start towards the beginning oh okay you mean with I... his sentient car that loves him <laughs> yes the fucking car nicole the car is a name it's nicole it does oh okay yeah he calls it nicole at one point and, and the car yeah the car it's like a a, just a sentient car. We get no explanation for the sentient car. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't it's worry about it. It's just a sentient cartoon town car. Yeah, and and she's in love with Freddy. And and that's that's it. I, that's I, the plot point. That's the that's the funny. Mm-hmm. That's the joke. And that's how this film opens. Is is that. <laughs> You just see over the opening credits, just Freddy is driving around France in his car, and the car is just doing, like, you know, uh, crazy living car stuff. So it's just this car, this living car, being driven by a giant frog man, 
just cruising around France, you know, as you do. And then it kicks in with some, like, fucking narration that's like, once upon a time in France. Yeah. Uh, Medieval France. In actual France, there was a wizard king. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whose son was also a wizard. Also, by the way, his mom is dead. His mom is dead. She died at sea. Yeah. Uh, his dad's a wizard. His aunt is a snake lady. Yeah. Very clearly depicted by her her human character design. Yeah. She is uh, a cobra snake. Her fucking snake design also fucking... <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to be jumping a lot. <laughs> her snake design is so weird because it's like... It's, she's got the snake face and, like, the, the cobra hood. Mm-hmm. But then her snake body has, like, snake titties and snake hips. Yeah. It's For- so fucking weird. Well, how else are you going to know that it's a lady snake? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, gotta, have, gotta have those sexy snake hips. Yeah, sexy lady snakes. But um, that the sorry, the, <laughs> keep going. The to to keep talking about the the first like the opening of the movie. Um, I I would watch the hell out of a movie based on the opening 10, 15 minutes. Oh, of just like the kid being turned into a frog, and then there's the Lock's Nest monster and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, like that the plot that plot line of of the little kid prince. Getting turned into a frog and having to like defeat his evil aunt, like I I think I would be so into that as a yeah. yeah it's 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 like fairly basic, but like that's basic works. Yeah, so that there's a reason why things are cliche. Yeah, and be- it's not a bad thing. No, and I it's funny. I I like started writing like that version of the film in my head. <laughs> Um, As you, you do, yeah, but like you, you would need to get Freddie paired up with some someone else, like some kind of mentor figure. Maybe like a forest animal takes Freddie under their wing, and because like as a little kid, he's he's ten years old specifically. They say he's ten, and obviously a ten year old who just got turned into a frog. Uh, his his aunt murdered his dad and tried to murder him. That's a lot for a 10-year-old to handle. I, I could fully understand a 10-year-old just, like, being lost and alone and scared. And so you would need to bring in that mentor character yeah. to help give the little kid courage to go and defeat his evil aunt and reclaim his throne. And there could even be, like, a time skip. He could become, like, an adult yeah. while he's working under his mentor and training his magic powers that he has. <laughs> that he has and barely uses. He has and almost never uses. Yeah. And, and then he goes and defeats his evil snake aunt. Yeah. And and that's the movie. That that would be like a decent movie, I think. That would be just a nice little frog prince film. That'd yeah. Be fun, yeah. You want to throw a princess in there? Sure, throw a princess in there, and then it's it's you're really like playing into the frog prince thing. Yeah, but instead, instead what they do is they just have Freddy, just like, just kind of give up and, and yeah, he's just, like, I guess I'm a fucking frog. Oh well, yeah. I'll go yeah. live with the frogs for a while. Yeah, 
he, but he he just goes to hang out with these frogs, and it's just, it's just so weird. It's like, um, isn't your aunt like back in France, like ruling over the kingdom? Like, presumably, <laughs> what what happened there? It's, I don't know if it was meant to be a fucking just a visual metaphor, but like. <laughs> <laughs> when when uh Nessie like finds him and saves him and brings him home when he was still a little child and she's like I'll bring you home and so she he rides on her on her head to go back to home question mark yeah. and she's like okay bye now and then he leaps into space yeah. and halfway around the world <laughs> to go live with other frogs I guess fuck I don't know yeah, and and I was saying that too. Like, is this is this like a weird? Did he like leap through time and space? Is yeah. this because when he lands, like the frogs are are like playing like jazz music, and I'm not a music expert, but I don't think jazz music existed in the medieval period. I don't, you know, I don't think so. <laughs> but he's fucking immortal. I guess yeah. he's an immortal magic frog with human sentience. Or human intelligence, rather. Uh, but it, I, I guess it works out because it seems like animals in this universe also have human sentience. I, apparently. Because, like, the frogs, like, again, they're, like, they're singing and dancing to jazz music. They have, like, little newspapers. There's, like, a little frog society where they all go figure skating during the winter. I, I guess... There's like a whole, there's a whole several minutes of, of this film where it's just frogs just chilling yeah. and doing things. And you're like, okay. Just like Freddy hanging out with the frogs and there's the fro- a lady frog that he gets a crush on for a bit. What, is that him? I think I it's couldn't, him. I couldn't fucking tell which frog was which. <laughs> like it was just a bunch of nondescript same, same, samey frogs. I... <laughs> I think it's him because otherwise the movie chooses to show like a weird little gag where it's just. Well, see, random... I think that's what it was. I think oh, no. it was just some other weird gag about frogs. Oh no! I you would put it past this movie? <laughs> I know that's the thing. <laughs> that's I assumed I give the movie too much credit, baby. You did. Oh god! Fucking. I just really, I really love, I, I don't know, the scene where Freddy, he's he's still just a little frog, and he just, all the frogs are just hanging out at a pond, and Freddy just decides to, like, levitate and explode a rock. Yeah, for no reason. It's just, like, Freddy was different from the other frogs, and it just shows him sulking alone, and then he, like, picks up a rock with his mind and crushes it and scares <laughs> all the like, other frogs. Shit, Freddy. Yeah, Okay, <laughs> I I don't know what what was the point. Yeah, it we know that he's different from the other frogs. Yeah, I, we're we're quite fucking aware that he's a child or adult or immortal being. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just a weird little like like he gets a he all of a sudden the narrator becomes an actual frog, in in like yeah in the scene. <laughs> And is like narrating Freddy's story, and then Freddy like decides I'm gonna grow to six feet tall. Yeah, he just they're like, and then Freddy grew, and he just becomes man sized. Yeah, and then Freddy, <laughs> and then Freddy declares, it, I guess Freddy declares, I am not a frog, and then it's it 
that's he decides to go put on some pants and then go become a secret agent. And then he just becomes a secret agent. You know, he's very able to go undercover being a six foot tall frog. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, and it's so good too, because I, it seems like people both know and don't know that France's greatest secret agent is a giant frog. Yeah. Like, how, how is this not remarked upon? Yeah. Because the brigadier- (laughs) By anyone ever anywhere. The the brigadier, um, the British brigadier, when he's told that Freddy has arrived at Secret Service, like one of like the servants, like tries to warn him, like just so you know, he's he's kind of, he's a frog, and the brigadier thinks that the guy's just being an asshole because of course, like you know, frog is a frog has been used as a derogatory name for French people, and so he he just think the brigadier just thinks that this guy's being an asshole. But no, it's just, Freddy is just a literal frog. He's just an actual, and they didn't know the the French secret agents, or the French, whatever. The the French government didn't see fit to warn this man that their finest secret agent is a fucking man-sized frog. frog With magical powers. Magical powers in a magic car. But also, like, because they go out in public. They go out yeah. to the- No one out. notices. No one cares. No one gives a shit. <laughs> Freddy's- Freddy's sentient car at one point hops and, and accidentally lands on someone else's car and almost crushes them. And Freddy's just like, oh, sorry about that. And then- and people are just like, they- like, they all just almost got crushed to death by a giant frog in his- in his, his sentient car. And, and nobody- nobody's like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, no, it's just they're just sort of a little bit ruffled because their hat got squished. Yeah, by the car that landed on them, it, driven by a man-sized frog. Is that just like that British stiff upper lip? Like, would this maybe be a completely different movie if he did go to? If he did go to America, <laughs> if he did go to America? everybody's just like, "What the fuck?" I'm just absolutely ridiculous. So good. Oh, where do we even go from here? Um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, I think I, if I could say in general, this movie feels like it should be a sequel. Like, yeah, like, it feels like there was a a, a first movie that yeah. it keeps referencing. Yeah, there's just there's just so much, so much shit between. Freddy decides to go fight evil and him being a secret agent. Like that that's a huge development that that would should have been its own movie. That's a that's a big jump. Yeah. <laughs> you could have you could have explained the shit about the sentient car. Um maybe there'd be something in that movie that would explain why Messina for some reason just really likes being a snake. I Well cuz it's like at one point it's almost like at the very end when he's like, you can reveal yourself now, auntie. And it's like, has she just been, has, no, does, does no one know that she's a lady? That she's, everyone just assumes she's actually just a snake? I, I don't know. Because her and El Supremo's relationship, it feels it's like. fucking weird. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's real fucking weird. But it's just, I assume that he knows that she's. 
more than just a snake because like he seems to worship her. And I guess, yeah. I've I th- I thought it was maybe like one of those things where like the evil villain has the like their pet that they're super Well yeah. Enamored with. That's it does feel like a pet owner thing. Like he dotes on her, but yet he also seems to know about her and Freddy's history? I guess. I guess. I don't know, man. Like he co- he comments on. I don't know. It's just <laughs> there's there's a, there's a lot in this film it's that just, um yeah d- doesn't hold up on first pass or on any further pass. No, no God, no. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's just it, it's weird though. She chooses to stay in her snake form for the majority of the film. And well, like you... she's also it's like the snake is the fascist mascot for uh, yeah. his evil army. Which, oh my God, <laughs> I recoiled yeah. in my seat when they started showing his it, it, his it... army of hate groups. Yeah, it's literally there's. He has he got he's got Nazis he's got the KKK like yeah, in their it's, hoods, like it's just it. There's a whole song sequence that yeah. that the, the snake lady does, Messina, about how she's the queen of evil mania or some bullshit, and it's just like yeah, <laughs> Nazis and clan members like dancing and singing, and I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. Sung oh by my god. Sung by Grace Jones, by the way. Oh, what? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, the soundtrack oh, no. has has like a few notable names in there. Grace Jones, uh Asia, Boy George. Yeah. But yeah, she gets she gets a whole song and dance number. And that that's another thing that makes me feel like May, like I, I would hope that Miss El Supremo knows that she's more than just a snake because it just feels weird to be like, oh, my snake is having a song number now. Because <laughs> well, she never actually talks to him is the thing. She's always just like. <laughs> making like so... weird hissy noises. But but she sings the the weird song, so it's like I don't know. And everybody's I don't know. Everybody's bopping along to it, so I assume he knows that she could talk, but she just doesn't in front of him. I I don't know. Again, it feels like it should have been a plot point for a previous movie where maybe she she herself gets trapped in the form of a snake. Maybe. I don't know. Like Freddy uses his magic on her and I don't know. Also, why is, like, this fucking El Supremo? (laughs) Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? He's just, like, an evil... He looks like someone took Pete, like, Disney's Pete and Jafar and smushed them together into one character. Oh, yeah. That's a good... Oh, yeah. That's a a good mashup. Yeah. But, like, what is his fucking deal? (laughs) I don't, yeah, I don't know. He's just, like, my note is just, the bad guy is named El Supremo. He looks like someone smashed Pete and Jafar, and he leads an army of hate groups. Holy fucking shit, what is with this guy? And he just, 
I, I get it's it's kind of great because his motivation is just that he wants to take over the world. It's like I go- oh my god, yep. It's kind of amazing just how simple it is, and yet I'm left with so many questions. <laughs> what? Why? Well, that's also Messina's goal. She's just like, I want to rule the world. It's like, all right. Fucking but how? but he he in particular is like I want to rule the world and make slaves of the entire population of Great Britain. Yeah. Oh my god, his plan is uh, just, amazing. Jesus. Okay. His what the fuck is this plan? <laughs> what? He's fucking. I let me tell you. I I honestly forgot how stupid his plan was. <laughs> Out of all the things to forget, somehow, I, I like, I remembered, I remembered him stealing the monuments, but I forgot that he stole the monuments because they are somehow, they, they somehow contain the energy they, of the British people and they hold the essence of yeah. every person in Britain. And in once Britain. you, and once you suck the essence out, it just makes all of all the British people dumb and sleepy. Apparently, it's just the, the the soul of the everyone in the country is dedicated to these yeah. monuments. I guess these... that he can steal like whole buildings with his snake, yeah. fucking his incredibly subtle giant snake robot shit. What that can pick up whole buildings that no yeah. one sees? Everyone's like, "Who's doing this?" It's like I don't know that fucking. Nobody saw the enormous, yeah, two hundred foot fucking snake fly through the sky. It's very subtle. Uh, What I what I love is that he has a shrink machine, but yet he he chooses to to like snatch the monuments and then transport them to his hideout where he shrinks them there. He can't shrink them where they are. He has to like use his giant magic flying metal snake to, to. take the whole building yeah oh, it's wonderful who thinks of this shit apparently some dad talking to his son late at night yeah. about the adventures of his frog toy which you know what if you're telling a fucking buck wild ass series of vignette stories to a five year old about their favorite frog toy you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see that. I can see that in this film. Yeah. But as soon as you take <laughs> any of these and try to put them together coherently. Yeah. It's a problem because you can't. <laughs> yeah. And there's like even like bits and pieces of it. Like you could separate out like. Like, a, a, a frog becomes a secret agent. That's an okay premise. I could get behind that premise. Sure. If you were if you were just settling down, like, your, your kid's in bed and ready to go to sleep, and they're like, tell me a story. And you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know Freddy. One day, he became a secret agent. Yeah. Your kid would be like, ooh, because that's all that kid needs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't need to know why. They don't need to know how. It's just he's a secret agent now. Well, and that's that is that's all you need. That's that could be your premise. Show me, show me the the escapades of this giant frog, 
but then I guess I guess you have to go. Well, how do you how do you explain how he became a giant frog? Well, see that was that well that was the story he told his son at the beginning, and he's had to go crazy from there because you can only tell so many stories. But is there about- not a, is is there not a way that you could have just said that like I don't know like a frog decided to grow big one day? Well, no, because like you have to you have to think of the entire plot as iterative journeys. <sighs> Uh, improved to a child over a span of time so it's he's not planning any of this shit ahead of time i assume he's just sort of coming up with shit on the fly when he's talking to his his child you see son freddy was actually a human prince but now he's an ageless immortal frog (laughs) it's it's just like it starts out really really normal where yeah. he's talking about how it was like the fairy tale version of like a, a kid with an evil aunt and it's all magical. And then from there, you know, after a few months of telling his kid these bedtime stories, he's like, "Where? what the fuck am I? I just watched a fucking Bond film. Uh, <laughs> now Freddy's a secret agent. Yeah. Do you think that, but did the kid, did the kid never question? We got to track no. down his son. We got to <laughs> and ask him. I just want to know, like, did you ever question how Freddy became a secret agent? Because that's, like, why, again, like, why isn't that part of the story? I want to know that part. No. Don't, don't think about it. Don't how worry did, about it. How did Freddy prove his worth as a secret agent? <laughs> did he just apply? Maybe he used his psychic magic mind powers to just be like, I work here now. Oh, I, I guess you do. <laughs> <laughs> God. Who knows? His powers are incredibly ill-defined. God, yeah. Go- going back to El Supremo and his plan. Mm-hmm. How? So, how do you think it works? Like, if you were, if if you were a tourist in Britain and all this shit was happening, would you just like be standing around one day and all of a sudden everybody, all the British citizens, just start falling asleep? I guess so. I, I, I have to assume so, I guess. And then I guess I, in, the, in the same thought, if you were originally from England, but you moved to like the USA or something, <laughs> would you would just- It depend on, on, how, on how your energies aligned to your yeah. new space. Do you just like pass out randomly at your desk job <laughs> at the, in the US? Maybe. You just take a sick day. You're like, oh man, I'm not feeling great. I think someone stole all the monuments from Britain. Yeah, someone someone stole stealing all the British monuments, and it just. Uh, oh, I need to take a. I need to take the rest of the day off. Yeah, I need. I need a breather. God. God. I. Do you know what I was thinking about this? Um, what if somebody? What if El Supremo tried to do this in Canada? What? Monuments? I was also thinking about. <laughs> I was like, what would you fucking steal? Yeah. Oh, um, would you steal? I don't know. Like, I guess the CN Tower in Toronto. <laughs> All of the Rocky Mountains. Oh, maybe. Um, I was... uh, only the ones in Canada, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just you hit the border. The United States <laughs> ones are fine. Oh, God. He'd probably get um... tired of stealing the mountains and just like, okay, I'm just going to steal these three. <laughs> I, uh, Can- Canadian monuments. Like he could, he could take the Calgary Tower, but I don't know if anybody would care. 
It's not even the tallest tower in Calgary. No, no, everybody laughs at it, including Calgarians. You can take the Saddle Dome. That one's weird. That's a weird one. And the hockey fans would be really upset. I guess. But then maybe we'd we'd get a new stadium. (laughs) Uh, Do you know what what popped into my head? And I don't know why I thought of this. Is that I thought of maybe he would steal the White Rock in BC. Have you ever been... No. Have you ever been to White Rock? Um, <laughs> no. White Rock. They're a big White Rock. It is. There's just in it's just a, a a city in BC called White Rock, and and. Well, I know there's a city. I didn't realize it was called White Rock because there is a single White Rock. Yeah, it's it's a giant like rock that was like a boulder, really, that was deposited okay. by a glacier. Um, oh. but it's just it's just a big rock. Uh, yeah, they have to steal the big rock. Uh, West Edmonton Mall. Oh, West Ed. They take West Ed. Uh, there's probably a bunch of stuff in eastern Canada yeah. that I, I've never been farther east oh, than yeah, Winnipeg when I was five or something. So I don't know. <laughs> there's probably some things in Toronto and Quebec. Old Quebec. Do you want to know something about the White Rock in White Rock? Yeah. It's not actually a White Rock. What? It's not they painted white. No. <laughs> they painted fucking white. No. Christy. I was my I my Christy. family my family went there I'd like to, to do the tourist thing one day and we were like, the fuck they just it's just painted. It's painted Christy. white. It's just painted white. You can't tell me <laughs> Yeah. You can't tell me that there's a whole thing. About a big white rock, and then it actually is not even fucking white. It's not. But I can't. <laughs> what? They painted white. I sp- yeah, it's great. Uh... <laughs> Maybe he would steal that. I guess so. Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't know. I imagine there's a lot of local monuments. That, like, in different parts of Canada, um, that a lot of people feel very strongly about. But I think probably because of the size of Canada, if they stole something in eastern Canada and were like, ah, the spirit of all Canadians, it'd be like, I don't care. Yeah. I live in BC, man. I mean, that sucks. Yeah, it sucks to be Fucking, fucking weird. A whole building's gone, but, um... I got I got shit to do. So. I got shit to do. It's not gonna work. Yeah. Like even America has like they gotta take the Statue of Liberty. They gotta take the White House. Yeah. There's some things that you they could they could steal from America. Canada doesn't really got much. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't. I really don't think we have like. <laughs> oh. I feel like the problem is, like, Canada has, like, a lot of, like, natural beauty. And that's what I always hear, yeah. like, talked about. Natural- They'd have to steal, like, <laughs> the mountains and the forests and shit. Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I was also thinking this just before we started recording. I was like, this, this really only works. <laughs> Yeah. Because I guess it's a small country with a lot of monuments. Yeah. That are very old. 
Yeah, and presumably, like, if somebody did, if a giant snake did swoop down and steal Big Ben, then, yeah, presumably you, you would have a lot of people going, oh, that, hey. Yeah, hey, we like, like that. that big clock. Yeah. Oh, I should mention, I know that Big Ben refers to, like, the clock or, like, the bell or whatever. Yeah, it's the bell. The but... bell. But the movie calls, the movie, which is made by British people, they refer to Big Ben as, like, the whole tower. And so that's that's what I'm oh, doing. Oh, yeah, because this film is ma- was made by, like, a a studio in the UK yeah. that no longer exists. That crashed and burned thanks to this movie. Oof. God, I've got it playing on silent and, and <laughs> El Supremo. They love to animate his face coming so close to the camera yeah. and just just going so there's so much animation. To be fair, when you're voiced by Brian Blessed. Like, yeah, true. It, it's kind of hard not to really lean into that. Yeah, true. Uh. Fair. Um. God, what to even... Hey! Yeah? Why does Freddy the Frog comment on Daffer's tits? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And why does she flash him afterwards? (laughs) Yeah, okay, yeah. We gotta gotta get into their weird relationship. So, yeah, so Freddy... Freddy and Daffers have a thing for each other, but unlike other films where you expect them to grow closer and closer over the course of the film, <laughs> here it's like not even love at first sight, it's lust at first sight. Because Yeah. This woman is horny for yeah. this frog man. And I, like no judgment, I guess. No. You'd be horny for that frog, but still she is not taken aback for a single moment. No. I, I was thinking before this, this and I don't know, I this may be just the internet doing things to my brain, but I was thinking, <laughs> maybe Daffers is just a furry, and this is just You know, like, maybe. This is like her, her fucking wildest dream come true. Yeah, maybe she is just, she, th- this is like the greatest thing just walked through the door. Yeah, and that would explain why she is, like, she is on board with Freddy. Instantly, she is like, damn. I want, I want that frog D. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that frog D. Yeah. But yeah, the, like, woman. Thirsty woman. Yeah, chill out. Like, she comes on strong. Um, So, like, like you said, there's, so there's a scene where they first meet. Um, Daffers is wearing a karate a gi. And Scotty is testing out this little, they got this little mechanical bug that's flying around, this little gizmo. And it flies around and it lands on Daffer's chest. And so Freddy comes up to her and he comments that he doesn't care much for gadgets, but he, quote, likes the landing area. And the oh, camera focuses right in. The camera <laughs> focuses on her, on her tits. Yeah, her ample bosom right on that cleave. <laughs> and... Uh, Okay, <laughs> and that's that's already a, a pretty risque thing to have in your kids' movie. But after Scotty gets introduced um, f- as the weapons expert, Freddy poo-poo's weapons too, and that causes Daffers to quip, "I don't have any concealed weapons," and she opens up her shirt and flashes Freddy. Yeah, like she just shows him her boobs. Yeah. And he's like, hell yeah. In front of her co-workers. In front of her co-workers. And there's, there's a room filled with people. 
And she's All just- of the, like, major officials of the British Secret Service are there, including the Brigadier General, and she's like, hey, Freddy, check these out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Like, um. God damn. Shit. Oh, okay. She knows what she wants, and what she wants is that yeah. frog. There's oh, shit. It's that boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What up? Oh, shit. Oh, there's there's another scene where they're when they're hiding in Big Ben and and Freddy oh Freddy talks about he makes just comment about how frogs are cold blooded. But don't you ever get afraid, Freddy? No. Us frogs are very cold blooded. Oh, I'm sure you're very hot blooded. <laughs> Girl. Tone it down. Oh my god, just, you're gonna scare me. You're off. at work. You're, yeah, again, she's <laughs> there on a stakeout in front of a co worker. <laughs> poor Scotty. Scotty's just poor, like. Poor fucking Scotty. Because, like, <laughs> even when. Okay, at the like, when they make it to El Supremo's lair and shit, and, like, yeah. they catch. Da- they ca- take Daphne, because. Or Daffers, because. Yeah. Elsa Primo's like, I'll keep her for my own amusement. And I'm like, okay, gross. Yeah. Um, then they throw Scotty and Freddy into like the cage to throw them in the water, and Daffers is just screaming out for Freddy. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. Scotty's there too. <laughs> she never says Scotty's name. Freddy can hold his Freddy's a frog. Yeah. He'll be okay. Yeah. But she... Scotty's about to die. Never once does does she does she show any concern for Scotty. She does not give a shit. She does not care about Scotty. She just wants to fuck the frog. <laughs> does not give two shits. It's amazing. Um, it's absolutely wild. There's there's another moment too. So El El Supremo tries to brainwash Daffers onto his side, so he gets her to watch like these video screens in an attempt to hypnotize her. Um and it doesn't work, but Daffers fakes it, and so she's just trying to. Re- she just repeats, "The snake shall rule the world" over and over. Ugh. Um. So when Freddy and and Scotty rescue her, they they're disguised as El Supremo's mooks. So they do that usual thing of like, we're gonna pretend to escort the prisoner, and <laughs> they 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 use get help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, they so they they. Escort the quote-unquote hypnotized Daffers to the room where they've got the monuments, and and an actual guard is there, and he comes to investigate the supposedly you know brainwashed Daffers, and she gets the she takes him by surprise, and she shouts out, "Freddy shall rule the world," which is what (laughs) just a weird fucking thing to say about a giant frog you just met. say about a giant frog you just met i guess it's a weird thing to say about anybody even if they're not a giant frog or someone you just met it doesn't really uh, daffers what That's daffers not, know. I, I i know you're just trying you're kind of trying to get on that good side get yeah. that get that good frog d yeah it it's we, I wish we saw Freddy's reaction. Like, Freddy's just like, oh, this is a little uncomfortable. Oh. But no. No, he he's never... into it. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, my note is just, girl, you know your other friend is being drowned too, right? Yeah. Right? Not just Freddy. Yeah, no, she doesn't give a shit. She no. only wants Freddy. Only wants Freddy. She wants Freddy to rule the world and be his queen beside I Well, yeah, like, that's what it feels like. It's like, you're just, you're trying to defeat a megalomaniac trying to rule the world, not, like, take his place. Yeah. Like, just weird daffers. Don't do, don't. Weird daffers. <laughs> Swear to God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Nessie is good. I like Nessie. Yeah. You know what? I'm trying to find something that I like here. I like Nessie. She's completely... There's no point in Nessie being there. She has a a song sequence that is... Literally, she, like, saves Scotty and Freddy from fucking other sea monsters, I guess. Yeah. That just live around the British Isles. Yeah, apparently like the ocean around Scotland is just fucking lousy with sea monsters. Yeah, but she saves them, and then she takes Freddy back to where her the other Loch Ness monsters live. Not in Loch Ness. Don't worry no. about it, though. Um, but she takes him back to to her home, and then just busts into a musical number. And then once the musical number wraps up, she's like, "All right, okay. So what did you actually need?" <laughs> So it's just yeah, the movie yeah. looking at you and being like, yeah, that had nothing to do with anything. No. We just had to have a Loch Ness monster singing sequence. It, it definitely felt like that felt like their most Disney-esque moment. Like they were really trying to, I I, I don't know, just like the way that, that that song is handled in the movie, it felt different than... Well, I guess you did have Messina fucking jump, like, dancing around as a little snake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just felt like, I don't know, it was just, somehow that was, like, the weirder one tonally for me. Yeah. Well, it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It comes out of nowhere. It comes when, like, El Supremo has just started to to use his his energy-sapping monument fueled diamond whatever the hell whatever the fuck yeah on on the british people so everybody all the british people are falling asleep and like time is of the essence and freddy and nessie just decide to have a little song and dance um freddy gets like a bazillion costume changes because it's like the song switches up every so often to do like different types of there's little snippets of different types of music so it's like for yeah it has nothing to do with anything. They're just like, here's a bunch of different styles of song. Yeah. Just, again, it just, it does, does not feel like it fits in with the rest of the movie, which I sound like an asshole saying that because I don't feel like the rest <laughs> of the movie even fits. There's, no, there's this, nothing with the there's, rest of the movie. But, yeah, no, I know what you mean, though, because literally yeah. this whole movie is a disjointed series of fucking... yeah. Mad Libs, and yet still the Loch Ness monster dance and song sequence stands out as being even stranger. This movie is basically the most messed up, broken sidewalk you've ever seen, and the Nessie song is just that one bit of pavement that's just a little extra tall, so when you really stub your fucking toe on it. (laughs) It's the one part that everyone trips on. Yeah. Oh, God. That, the Nessie song, by the way, that's the song that came up in my head when I was driving the one Amazing. day. Amazing. 
great. It does. Every so often it comes up in my head and I don't know why that song in particular stuck with me. I I don't, I couldn't tell you because I can't conjure it. And I'm watching, I'm literally watching it right now. We're at that point when I'm, while it's playing, I can't tell you what this sounds like. It's gone. It's all left my brain. And I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want it in here. Just be gone. It's not even that it was a bad song. I just don't want it in here. Yeah, no, you you have far more far more precious things that you want to store in your brain. <laughs> I don't have a lot of room in here. Yeah. Everything falls out. I you know, I'm not gonna take up precious real estate. <laughs> no, me on the other hand. <laughs> me here's here's my brain my brain is a little attic space and I try and keep it organized, but sometimes a box just falls apart and then it's just like, oh, I just, <laughs> all of this junk just spread out all over the floor and you try and pick it up, but you, you miss it and it's just now it's just a big fucking rat's nest of bullshit. That's, oh. my, that's my brain. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Oh, Nessie. Oh, Nessie. That's, what else do I have written down? I think we co- covered most of what I was... <laughs> oh, there's... Man, a lot of the beginning of this film is scratch audio, which is... Yeah. Pretty rough. Like, y'all didn't have the ability to re-record any of this? No? Alright. I I wish I could <laughs> find more information about the production of this movie, because yeah. I... Especially, I, as I mentioned, the writer-director, at least on IMDb, he did not have any other movies credited to his name. And so it just makes me so curious. Like, how how did this movie get made? Like, how, Yeah, how did this happen? Yeah, like, was this just a perfect storm of, like, somebody knew somebody and somebody had a lot of money they were willing to part with? Maybe. I mean, just, maybe. Just, I'd be so curious. God, they we need, like, a documentary on this movie. Just how. I just, I would love to know. I, that, I, I would genuinely watch that. God. Because, like, that's just, there's a, a lot of work that goes into an animated film. Yeah. And this one's not the worst. Visually, it's decent. It's... Designs are good. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, they're was, competent. Th- there was effort put into this movie, and maybe it was a lot of effort, misguided effort, but it was still effort. And and yeah, like you're right, especially with an animated film, there's like so much that goes into so much extra steps that go into creating an animated film that it just feels like how does it happen yeah how did this film how did this film get past the pitch phase how did it get past the production phase how did this i have to imagine that the higher ups um had a vision Mm -hmm. and they were the ones with the money and so they just had free reign to do what they want and so they did. Yeah. I and guess. that's all I can figure is that like there was there was just one or a handful of people that were 
in charge of things. They had the the money. They had the the. They were they were the ones on like in charge of the project, and they were the ones making these calls. Mm-hmm. And so this happened. <laughs> that should be that should be the tagline for the movie poster. Freddy as FRO seven. This, this happened. happened. <laughs> I assume FRO seven is meant to be like double O seven, right? Yeah, and and G being the seventh letter in the alphabet. Oh, it is. Yeah. That's yeah. That's I guess that's kind of clever. That's cute. I don't mind it. Like, honestly, I could again. I could get behind the idea of a frog as a secret agent. I think it's just all of the other bullshit of he was actually a medieval prince and his aunt <laughs> is an evil magic snake, and he's he's somehow hasn't aged beyond like I don't know. Like maybe he's like in his like thirties human wise, except he's also like from the medieval period, so he's like aged enough that he's an adult. But not he's enough. a fucking ancient immortal being. Yeah, because Nessie's aged. Yeah, Nessie Nessie's a grandma now. And I'm... and I can accept that Nessie is like somehow immortal, or like at least very like extremely long lived. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know I don't know man I don't know yeah. This movie, they, uh, I, <sighs> so one, one thing to mention, uh, for this movie, so we, we specifically watched the 1992 theatrical release of the film, which again, it's titled Freddy as F-R-O-7. In 1995, the film was released on home video under the title Freddy the Frog with about 20 minutes of footage removed and there is like new narration provided by James Earl Jones. Oh, so the stuff that was cut out for the 1995 release is pretty obvious if you've seen the original film. Uh, it's uh-huh. A lot of Freddy and Daffer's really like heavy sexual entendres are removed. Um, Messina's Evil Mania song is re-edited to remove the random ass KKK and Nazis. <laughs> um, no. Like, yeah. They didn't. They didn't think that was appropriate. Well, that's that's what the the wild thing is, is that they didn't they realized it wasn't appropriate for the home video release, but for the theatrical release, it was fine. It was fine. That's that's fine. But oh, fucking Jesus. There there were also other edits made in an attempt to make the movie a bit less confusing, which feels like oh a, yeah a, a bit of a little too little too late situation there. How would you even begin to salvage? Yeah, Fuck. honestly. There's, it, it's been a while since I've seen that version of the film. Uh, I actually, I have the, the version of the film that I have that I ripped from YouTube that I mentioned earlier, the, it actually shows off the edits really well. Um, back when I first found out about this film, someone on YouTube had edited together the theatrical version of the film with footage from the DVD release of the 1995 cut. Now, this is a... Uh, it, it's an Italian language DVD oh. release, so it does not have an English audio track, unfortunately. Um, Aww. but the quality is a lot better, obviously, than the VHS. So this guy on YouTube 
tried to take as much footage from the the DVD, the Italian DVD, and try and make like a kind of remastered version of. Oh, okay. So of he the, edited in the stuff that had been edited out. Yeah, and so it's um, it it so it's not like it's unfortunately not the greatest thing to watch if you're just trying to watch the movie because there's these random changes in the aspect ratio and yeah. the drop in quality when it switches to the the VHS theatrical cut it it makes it terribly distracting but it is very interesting because it does make it very obvious where the edits were in the uh the Freddy the Frog release mhm um so it is it I I should maybe share it with you, Brian. I don't know if you're interested in watching this film again. Um, <laughs> I mean, no, but I'm curious. Yeah, send okay. it to me. I'll just skim through this bad boy. Yeah, <laughs> look at where it's changed. Honestly, all right, all right I'll I'll do so. Uh, yeah, I I should mention that that custom edit is on YouTube anymore. Um, I remember going to the guy's YouTube channel one day. And it was just com- his channel was completely gone, so I think he pr- probably got hit with a copyright strike. Yeah. Um, not for Freddy though, because Freddy the Frog. Uh, I was gonna say, who owns this now? Oh fuck! Anyone? I don't know. But there's like people have uploaded the full movie to YouTube, and it's 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 wild if you go look at the date it was uploaded because it was like like ten years ago. <laughs> Yeah, this, these movies have this movie has existed on YouTube for ten years, and nobody gives a shit enough to copyright strike it. Yeah, no, no one's, <laughs> no one's out here laying claim to Freddy the Frog. No, no one wants to take take ownership. <laughs> uh, if if you're going to watch this film, I definitely recommend watching the theatrical version, in spite of its bad quality, because. I, I imagine the only reason why you would want to watch this film in the first place is for the bullshit that they, they edit out of the 1995 version. Yeah. The the only plus I can award the 1995 version is that it opens immediately on young Freddy in the French countryside. Um, oh, instead we- of on on adult Freddy in modern day in his an- in his anthropomorphic, not, no, uh, sentient car. Yeah, yeah. So that's... I... If you want to misdirect the hell out of your friends with what kind of movie they're about to watch, the 1995 <laughs> version does make that plot twist of Freddy becoming a secret agent that oh, much that man. much more surprising. Um, but yeah, that's really that's really the only plus. You would miss out on the weird stuff like Daffer's flashing Freddy and the <laughs> weird fucking hate groups uh, that El Supremo oh keeps in his employ. It's such a weird thing to me that. They added the KKK and the Nazi guys, I guess as a way to be like, ooh, look how evil. Look Elsa how Pino evil is. he is. Yeah. As if trying to take over and enslave the world isn't a big enough signifier that he's an evil dude. Yeah, no. You gotta also have, like, actual <laughs> real-life hate groups yeah. in there. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, just very, like, very. I I am not joking when I say I recoiled from the from in my seat when that happened <laughs> oh, when God. they appeared on screen. I was just like, oh my Jesus. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it is shocking. 
It's it's genuinely shocking. It's it's like in um, Nutcracker: The Untold Story. You in a children's film, especially, you really don't expect to just be confronted by random Nazis. Yeah, you do not. You do not or want expect or want yes. or <laughs> anything. You don't want. You don't want to see the Nazis. No, please. Uh, God. <laughs> My only comment that I was, because it's still playing, and boy, Daffers doesn't wear pants for that last bit of the film. No! She is wearing what is essentially a, a shirt that just happens to barely cover her butt. Yeah. It, it, it Basically, it's like she's wearing just a tutu. Um, that's that's one thing I was thinking. She's, that- she's drawn without an ass, because yeah. if they put an ass on there, you would be able to see it. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's an outfit that can only exist in animation, because if she was a real live woman in an outfit like that, you would be seeing that butt cheek all over the place. At the at, butt cheek, at least. Yeah, just the one, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, man. God, this... There was a point near the end where I was finally just like, God, this sucks. Can we wrap it up? Like, <laughs> I'm so tired. We keep going on these random tangents. Yeah. I am simultaneously baffled and like, it's, I feel like it's a, it's a weird point where you get to where you're like, I'm bored because none of this matters, yeah. even if it's completely baffling. Yeah. So that's maybe a point against showing this as a, as a, I imagine maybe if I was watching it with other people with me, mm-hmm. it would have been a more buck wild experience, but something about like just getting to the end when like everything keeps like wrapping up for 20 minutes and just like, oh my God, I'm, uh, can we end? Yeah. Can we have... I don't know if there's a climax here. Like, what's happening? <laughs> the the moment when you're, as you're sitting there at, at your, your computer watching this shit on YouTube, and you just kind of look out the window, and you see that life outside outside your window, life is moving on, passing you by, and here you yeah. are in your house alone watching Freddy as F-07. <laughs> wondering where you went wrong. <laughs> <sighs> God, I mean, I would recommend this one. <laughs> I I would recommend it if you're watching it with yeah. someone. I don't if you're if you're looking for like a a goofy movie to watch on your own. Yeah, no, I don't recommend. This. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do wish that I could have shown this one to you in person. Um, yeah, then at least we I could have been <laughs> looking at you in befuddlement. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, trying to decide if it was worth, like, if you could, like, overpower me to turn the movie off. Yeah, it, like, trying to decide whether it would be um, better to try to get the movie to turn off or to escape. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> like how make, fast just... can I put my shoes on? <laughs> Maybe I should leave the shoes. Maybe I don't need the shoes. I, I, I know there's snow on the ground, but, like, if yeah. I move fast. Oh, Why did you have to mention that? Yeah, we're... We're, we're recording this, by the way, on April 15th, and it's fucking snowing. I hate everything. I hate living in Canada sometimes. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm also in Canada, and it's, uh, uh, let's see, it's like 10 degrees. It's a little cloudy. Yeah. Brie was, before we were started recording, Brie was telling me about how she saw the cherry blossoms, and she was like, yeah, the cherry blossoms are already all done. And meanwhile, I'm like, oh, great. We just got another dump of fucking snow. Before that, everything was the same shirt of dirt brown that it usually is for 90% of the year. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks, Bree. I, I escaped from there, so yeah. I have to. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? I'm sorry. Good. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of not. Yeah, I know. I'm but... <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> You made me watch Freddy the Frog. I did. I did. Uh, but I made you... We watched so many other good films in the first half that's, of the year. Yeah, that's true. I had it real good for a while. Yeah, so... Thanks, Christy. You're welcome. <sighs> but, uh... I think that's probably going to be it for this one, guys. Before we go, though, I have, like, some surprising news that I thought I would share on Pod. Uh, oh? So, I... At least I'm assuming you haven't heard of this, Brie, because it didn't come up in our last episode when we took a look at Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland. But uh, I was scrolling through Twitter yesterday and I saw that apparently Netflix is making a movie based off of Little Nemo. What? Yeah, apparently this huh. was apparently this was originally announced way back in 2020, but filming had to be postponed during COVID. So it was yeah. just uh, in February, Netflix put out a teaser and they they kind of gave a bit more detail. But yeah, they're making a, a, another Little Nemo movie. Oh shit! Um, it's okay, due to be released sometime this year. Um, Wait, did you say live action or is it? It's it is live action. Okay. Live action, um, due to be released sometime this year, and apparently Jason Momoa is playing Flip? What? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Excuse me? I apparently... Uh, I... Okay. Okay? Yeah. (laughs) I, I don't know how that's gonna go. Um... Yeah, I guess I'm... I'm intrigued. And he's got... There's there's some... I can... Hold on. Do you want me to send you the photo of Jason Boboa? It, it, you can't see much of him. Yeah, please. I need to see this. I'm linking Brie on pod. Oh. He's like... That's... Oh, he's like a satyr man? Uh, yeah, I guess... He's got he's got horns and he's got a, a top hat and he's I'm... got he's got like a, a one of those jackets with the shoulder tassels. I don't know what it's called the shoulder tassels jacket that a lot of princes wear. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. In interesting. I am intrigued. I'm... I'm intrigued. That's what I'm. Yeah, I I am intrigued as well. I'm hoping, obviously hoping that it's good. Uh, but even if it's bad, then maybe that's all the more reason for us to take a look at it one day. True. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And actually, on, on that note, here's a weird coincidence that ties Freddy the Frog and Nemo together. But uh, What? 
one of the articles that I saw cited on Wikipedia just mentioning the uh, the failed the the canceled sequel for Freddy the Frog. Uh-huh. Um, it was a joint review for this movie and Little Nemo, so I guess they must have come what? out around the same time in theaters. Oh no! Um, for the record, the reviewer hated Freddy. And while they didn't <laughs> give Nemo a glowing review, they at least did praise the animation. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. nice. But yeah, we'll take was, that. It was kind of kind of a weird, funny, funny little synchronicity. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think that is going to be it for this one, you guys. If yeah. you would like to see clips from this movie and other movies we have profiled you can look us up on twitter at bad princess mov and uh if you want to email us uh with a suggestion or general comment about the podcast feel free to email us at bad at gmail.com let us know if this was a beloved childhood movie yeah if it was i'm sorry <laughs> sorry not sorry i mean I'm a little sorry. <laughs> no one likes to hear about how their their beloved childhood film <laughs> made sucks, somebody actually. made somebody have a headache and made and... me actually have to take a fucking Advil before we started. Oh my god! Recording. Oh no! <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. But uh, man, <laughs> just to wrap up, if uh, you want to view the catalog of. Bad Princess Movies, you could see that at badprincessmovies.com. Dot com. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish I named the email something different because it always messes me up because it feels like I'm just repeating it. But it is just badprincessmovies.com. Dot. But sometimes... Yeah. But yes. Yeah. Enjoy. Thank you for tuning in to the April Prince Month. Yeah, it's over. We're back to princesses now. Back to princesses, back to making Bree suffer, but but maybe just not quite as much <sighs> as she suffered in this episode. I like I said, you were storing your energy. Yeah, I I did you, a spirit bomb. Spirit bombed with with this thing. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god. Yeah, I need to go like take a nap now and yeah. just like try to I'm gonna restart my day. I I hope that you dream of Freddy. <laughs> no. Yes. I please no. Please make it happen. <laughs> but thank you for for tuning in, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Uh, Bye. 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 <laughs> oh God. And this gigantic lady, this gigantic lady